Welcome everybody to the Casting for Fun podcast. I am your host, Albert Pineda. And for this week's episode, I'm going to be doing a special episode to honor my wife, Allison, who's celebrating her birthday. Uh, This episode is going to be released on Tuesday, uh, August the 16th, which is her birthday. And I really wanted to give this opportunity to ask Allison some questions about her life, share her life experiences, tell the story of how she decided to become a labor and delivery nurse, which I think is really fascinating. And I know uh, this will be an episode that uh, as our kids get older, uh, Avery and Liam, that they'll want to listen to so they can get to know their mom a little better. But I think a lot of Allison's friends may not be aware of some of her, her life experiences and life stories. So I think this will be a fun episode to listen to if you love Allison, uh, especially for me, because I do. <laughs> and yeah, so this should be a really fun episode for everyone to listen to, to, to get to know Allison a little bit better. So here we go. This is my conversation with Allison. Returning to the Casting for Fun podcast after doing a very excellent job of posting the show herself is my wonderful wife, Allison. Allison, how are you today? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. And uh, happy early birthday to you, sweetheart. Thank you. We're recording this episode a few nights early. Uh, Allison's birthday is August 16th, which is going to be this coming Tuesday. So those who are listening to the podcast, you'll be able to listen to it on Allison's birthday. But similar to how Allison did an episode to me, I wanted to do an episode for her to give Allison's history, just to talk about her. Um, you know, she has a really cool, uh, awesome history, stuff that happened to her in her life before she actually ever even met me. And I think that'd be really interesting and fun for the listeners. And I was even thinking in my mind that a lot of people who are really good friends of Allison may not know all these specific details and some of her cool stories. So I think it'd be really fun to share this for her on her birthday. You make me sound way cooler than I really am, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're definitely great. You're wonderful, sweetheart. You're biased. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> okay, very cool. Uh, anything that you wanted to talk about or discuss before we jump into uh, specific questions that I have for you? No, I'm good. Okay, very good, very good. Uh, let's jump into this. Okay, so uh, you've mentioned many times that you are a Southern California native and that Glendora is your hometown, but technically you weren't actually born here. So I wanted to get an insight from you, if you can tell me your early life history. So where were you born in the early li- uh, life? What early, early life was like for the Shark family? Um, okay, so I was born in Provo, Utah. And um, my first five years were in Provo Orem area. And I don't remember a ton about it. I do remember some scenarios with snow. I remember playing with a little dog we had. My dad was a general contractor at the time and they built their first home there. So I do remember walking around on the foundation of our first home that he built. Um, So not a lot. And then when we turned five, my mom just like started looking for a job for my dad and found one at USC 
she didn't even know what it really was because you know she's not from the United States but she called my dad and said hey have you heard of this place called USC because I got a job interview for you there of course my dad flipped out because USC is USC and so they got a job and moved here um, without any place to stay really and as luck would have it and coincidence would have it my mom made really good friends right away which is what she does and we ended up um, staying in the McKay's house which are like the McKay's re related to our friends the McKay's and the, to Holly's family um, and so we lived there initially in California our very first night we moved in there was a giant earthquake. <laughs> we were all sleeping on the floor in sleeping bags. And I remember waking up and being like, what have our parents brought us to? Where are we? What is going on? <laughs> I do remember that. Oh, very cool. Very cool. And at this time, it would have just been you and Carrie. Is that right? Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But but you guys didn't stay in Southern California. Uh, you ended up moving around quite a bit, right? So what were some of the other cities that you lived in before your family kind of finally settled down in Glendora? Yeah, so, I mean, I consider Glendora home because we lived there for a long time, but we ended up moving to Utah. Um, we lived in Pace in Utah, which is just outside of Provo, for about uh, two years when I was a junior okay. in high school. <laughs> Sorry. When I was a junior in high school, we moved to Utah, and we lived there for two years. And then after I graduated, my dad went to BYU, um, Provo, at that time to get a degree. And then after we graduated... From there, he moved to moved us to Ohio, to Mansfield, which is just outside of Columbus. And we lived there for two more years. And then I actually ended up staying there for college for a little bit. Um, but he did that to get his master's degree. So he initially went and got his bachelor's, then he got his master's. And then my parents moved back to California after that. Very cool. Very cool. So I wanted to ask you about a little bit more about your time in, uh, in Payson. So I'm assuming that's where you met your very dear friend, uh, Jenny, who's been your friend ever since, right? Mm -hmm. So it was really, really cool. So Allison has a very awesome, wonderful friend, uh, Jenny. What would have been her maiden name before she got married? Curtis. Je Jenny Curtis, yeah. Uh, and so much so that uh, when when Jenny got married to her husband, Jared, and they had kids, uh, uh, their kids, Michaela and Riker, essentially became the niece and nephew for Allison because she was such a close relationship with them. And, you know, we got to go to visit Payson last year for Michaela's wedding when she got married. So that obviously is a very special occasion for Allison to see her quote unquote uh, niece uh, get married, which was really cool. And she got to kind of explain and show around Payson a little bit to me and some of the things she did for fun. Like, what's that game? That I, this is what I wanted to ask you about, mm -hmm. that game where you're driving around in a small city where everybody <laughs> knows each other. And then you see someone and then you pick them up in your car. <laughs> Explain that game to me. I think it's really fun and cool. We played it in high school. It's called Draggy Main. Okay. It's where you go down the one main street in your whole town because the cities were so small. And you just drive up and down the street all night long and you wave to people that you know, stop and pull over and talk to them for a little bit. And we kind of used it as a way of like flirting with other guys too. <laughs> so if you if you saw a car full of guys that you were into, you pulled over and talked to each other. <laughs> it sounds so stupid not telling you, but it was like the cool thing to do in high school. Well, it sounds so funny to me because, again, me growing up in a big city, uh, not saying Temple City is a huge city, but we're surrounded by huge amounts of people. Uh, not to the point where we're a small city where like Allison is describing in that everybody knows each other. I mean, for me, that's just a weird concept to be driving around the main street like, 
say driving on Las Tunas Drive in Temple City and stopping. Hey, I know so and so. Let me catch them. Like that that <laughs> doesn't happen. So for Allison to explain to me that's what they did in their uh, city of uh, Payson was it was really funny and cool and kind of weird and strange, but <laughs> I, I still thought it was a really funny experience for Allison to talk about that. But this is the funniest part. Like Payson didn't even have a big enough main street. So we went to the city next to us. Oh, okay. We went to Spanish Fork. Uh-huh. And that was the biggest main street we had. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Very cool. So, so as you mentioned, you grew up in lots of different uh, cities and, and neighborhoods, but Glendora has been your family's home. Uh, why is Glendora so special? Why would it resonate so well with the Sharp family? Oh, good question. I think because we have such um, good ties with strong families there. So um, when you raise your children with other people's children, then you get to know them really well. And so we had a lot of families that we spent years and years and years while I was growing up there. And then later on, when my brothers were growing up there, and we moved back that just basically raised their kids with us. And it was, it really bonds you and ties you. So it feels like home to me because to this day, when I see somebody that I grew up with in Glendora, it's special and that feels like home. Very good. Very good. Uh, so now this leads me to the question that, so you're, you finish high school and you're, you're ready to move on to a major milestone in your life, what you're going to be doing for career and studying after that. And that's when you decided that you wanted to go into nursing, right? Um, well, officially, but I had wanted to be a nurse since I was eight years old. Oh, okay. Share that experience with everybody. So I just remember at eight playing with Barbies and they would be delivering babies. And I remember going to my mom and saying, mom, I want to help deliver babies one day. Not really even understanding what that meant, but just knowing that's what I wanted to help do. And she said, well, if that's what you want to do, don't ever let anything stop you. And I never did. Every experience I've had since then has reinforced that desire. And when there were challenges, I just leaned back on that piece of advice from her and just moved forward. So by the time I got to college education time, I knew exactly what I wanted to do, which was a real gift because most people don't know, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's something that I struggled with in my own personal life. Uh, so so walk me through it. How, how does one go through? What, what was your uh, experience? What was your journey like? becoming a nurse what did you have to do for education and basically what what did you do to start out mm-hmm, good question so I want I went to BYU Provo and I was accepted to their nursing degree program and it was a four-year bachelor's program and the first couple of years were general recs and then the last two years were um, nursing specific classes um, and along with those two years was clinical scenarios where you would go to hospitals and follow other nurses around. Um, and so I did that for two years. And then by the end of the four years, I had graduated with my bachelor's of science in nursing. Awesome. Very good. Very good. So with this whole experience, I mean, I think you mentioned that there were several people who helped inspire you and were very uh, helpful to you in this journey. Can you talk a little more towards that? Yeah, I mean, one of the big things was um, a few of the professors. There was one professor, Kent is his name, and we actually still keep in touch all these years later. And he was my ICU uh, rotation professor, and he really just inspired me. I, ICU wasn't anything that I was really particularly interested in going into it, but by the end of that rotation, I was really enjoying it because he helped light a spark of how exciting nursing is and how rewarding it can be and just continued to encourage me. Um, I had several friends that were nurses, specifically in labor and delivery, um, family friends, um, Marilyn Dowdle, Margot McKay, they were both 
um, LND nurses and they were ones that were very patient and let me like sit down and pick their brains over and over again. So that was really helpful. Um, and then I even went on and like was a candy striper, which was a volunteer, what they called the volunteers when I was like 12 or 13. And I volunteered in a labor and delivery department and got to know the nurses there that was in Payson. And it was really sweet to develop relationships and be encouraged there. So um, people along the way just kind of kept encouraging me. The other thing that really helped is my mom let me go in for a couple of her deliveries. And so um, the first one was Cameron's and I went into his delivery and cut his umbilical cord. And um, I was so excited from that experience that I couldn't sleep for three days afterwards. My parents had to actually get a prescription for some sleeping pills <laughs> to knock me out because I was so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just reinforced that this is what I wanted to do. And then I was there and practically delivered Katie. I mean, my mom pretty much like did it on her own, but I helped deliver Katie um, when she was born and that cemented it as well. So having my mom let me in on those deliveries and be a part of them was really exciting and and reinforcing. Awesome. Wonderful, babe. So what I wanted to ask you now is, again, uh, that all the time that we've been married together, there's been unfortunately days when you come into me just explaining how stressful and hard and difficult and some of the challenges, the hard things you have to do when you're being an L&D nurse. So I don't want to focus on that. If you could share some of your more wonderful, inspiring and uplifting experiences and stories that you've had uh, through helping uh, women get through the, the, the ordeal of having to give birth. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I think some of the best experiences I've had have been the friendships I've developed with the patients. Um, like Sarah Kelly was a patient of mine mm-hmm. initially. Um, Jennifer Van Workham was a patient of mine. Um, I delivered other friends too. And just getting to know them. Like I have a friend, Debbie Couts. I don't know if she'll watch this, but um, or listen to this, but she and I became friends because I took care of her. And I have dozens of friends now that I took care of as patients, but going through that experience with them really bonds you. And so I think that's the best thing that's come out of my um, work experience has been those patients that have become friends so close. Um, Also the friendships that I've developed through my staff and coworkers. Um, The rewarding scenarios, like um, when things go really, really bad and patients are sick, or I've had patients that nearly died and babies that nearly died. But when you do all the right steps and everything works together as a team, then having those scenarios work out in the end are really rewarding because you're literally saving lives. It's so exciting to be able to do that. Um, And then even like the sad times, like there's been patients who have experienced loss and family members who have experienced loss that I've been a part of. Um, Oh gosh, I'm going to get all emotional, but being there for them in those scenarios and, um, being able to help support them in their hardest days, their darkest days and showing love and helping others feel the spirit, even if they might not be members of the church has really been rewarding. So it's all about the relationships that we've developed along with being able to actually practically help other people through what I've learned and what my experiences have been. Awesome. That's wonderful, babe. Thank you so much for sharing. You know, it's, it's really great for me to still reflect and think about that, that in the seven and a half years, almost eight years that we've been married, that I have a wonderful, amazing, loving, caring woman who's my wife, Allison. And it's great that I, you know, I get to see her every day and see how great and wonderful and how she cares for uh, for me, for our kids. And it's awesome for me to think that, you know, the same woman is going to the hospital when she works and she's showing the same love and care and devotion to her, her uh, patients too. So 
in my mind, I'm thinking, you know what, my uh, the patients, they're, they're really lucky to have Aww. Allison. They really are. Um, and, you know, it's actually, I wanted to bring up something that I thought was kind of funny that I remember you had told me before that sometimes when couples come in, they don't have names prepared, right? They don't know what they're going to name their child, which right. is kind of strange and weird for you and I, because I mean, we had already prepared like, you know, months before, even though we had to talk about it for, for several months leading up to it, that we wanted to name Avery, Avery. But for couples that don't have a name picked out, and if they're having a girl, you've actually been able to convince some of them to actually name their daughter Allison, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a couple of challenges just because I like to always push myself in my career. One of them was to get as many Allisons named after me as I could. It's spelled the same way as your name, it's right? spelled the same okay. way. Very much important. And so what I would often do is when I find out that the patient doesn't have a name for their daughter... I would say something like, hey, if I take really, really, really good care of you all day long, give you a really positive experience, will you name your daughter Allison? And there's been 35 patients that have named their daughters Allison because of that. Awesome. So <laughs> it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of conceited, but it's kind of just a fun little fact that I love to have that challenge. No, it's pretty cool. I like that. That's really cool. You're building your army of Allison's, as you put it. <laughs> Uh, but then there's been a few people that I think were automatically just impressed by you and didn't even need that push from you that were willing to do it. Like Sarah Kelly, right? Yeah, Sarah Kelly actually volunteered it, which was really yeah. sweet. She named her daughter's middle name Allison. Yeah. Um, Sawyer's middle name is Allison. And she actually, she and Josh presented that scenario to me, which was really, really touching. Like to this day, that means so much to me. Awesome. Very good. Very good. Um, was there anything else about nursing that you wanted to bring up? I wanted to make sure we give a, a good amount of time for that because I know it's a huge, important part of your life. Yeah, I think that's a good way of putting it. Um, I feel like it's more of a calling than a profession. Um, like I really was meant to be where I am, doing what I am with my career. And I'm really grateful for the experiences that I have. I still feel very excited to go to work for the most part. I mean, there's definitely days that are hard but I still feel very passionate and grateful that I have that passion and enthusiasm. And then I'm also really grateful to now be teaching and sharing that with other students and, and trying to build that desire and passion with them and be that mentor to them. Awesome. Wonderful. Thank you, sweetheart, so much. Uh, I'm, I'm grateful that we have this chance to talk and share feelings about this because not just Allison, but I've gotten to see so many wonderful hospital administrators and, and nurses and doctors through the various things that we've had to do, like with Liam last year when he had to be in the, the ICU, right? Mm -hmm. So so nurses are the unsung heroes of the world. I mean, there's not enough uh, adoration and respect and reverence we can give to them. So thank you to Allison and thank you to all the nurses for all you do. You're oh, uh, wonderful. I, have you. I trained him what, right? <laughs> or what, folks? Like, seriously, I've trained him right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, if there's nothing else with nursing, let's go ahead and move on a little bit more to a few other questions that I have. Okay. So I know with you and your family, uh, travel's been a really big, uh, amazing thing that you guys gotten to do as a family, which is really cool. And you guys have gotten to visit so many exotic locations throughout the world. So I was hoping you could share some of your favorite travel experiences with your family and some of your uh, amazing destinations that you've gotten to see. Oh, that's awesome. I don't even know where to start. Well, my mom grew up traveling a lot. And so she instilled that love for it in us. Um, and Fortunately, when I first graduated, I was single and living at home and I took on two jobs and spent a lot of that money to travel and pay for my family to travel all over. And so we were able to go pretty much where I wanted to take us. And some of my big list spots have been Africa because of my mom's background there. So we've been able to see family there and um, go on safari quite a bit. 
see some of the more rem remote areas of Africa, Southern Africa particularly. Um, so that definitely stands out. I mean, there's been so many scenarios of wildlife in Africa that have been really just amazing to be a part of watching. Um, but we even went to like, like um, impoverished villages, I guess you would call them, and met some of the kids there, went to schools and served there. And so that's touching to me that we had the opportunity to see the kids in their real world and to serve and to help them. And, and we donated and gave time and energy and stuff to them. Um, we, my other favorite place that we went to is to Israel, to Jerusalem um, and Bethlehem and some of the areas where the savior was, awesome. that was on my bucket list to be able to um, take my family to walk where the savior walked. And it's, um, very humbling to think about where he had been and it's also it was very educational the culture is so different there um we had a wonderful time and i think those are the two that stand out we went to other places throughout europe and those are some fun experiences too we've been all over the u.s um but i think those two are the ones that were my favorite going to israel and going to africa awesome very good very good uh you know it's actually kind of funny so when allison and i first uh, started dating or when we were first set up on our blind date uh, Allison admitted to to doing a little bit of Facebook stalking of me by looking at my <laughs> profile to see what she was seeing. So it's kind of funny if I think back, okay, what if I had started this podcast way back then? That's probably like the number one thing I talk about on my Facebook profile now. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so she did Facebook stalking of me and I had done some Facebook stalking of her as well. So I don't know if I ever told you that. No. Okay, yeah, so I got to see a lot of those pictures that you were, sorry, a lot of those pictures that you were talking about where you, you and your family got to see the, the impoverished children. They were like front, foremost, right, right there. The, you didn't have to go through digging. You're actually able to find them very quickly on your profile. So that was kind of a, an impressive thing, I thought, that you can see how much the Sharp family really cares for, for those people. That was really wonderful to see, I thought. Oh, that's cool. Thanks for sharing. I didn't know you were stalking me. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, Okay, cool. So the question I would have to ask now then is now that we have our family, we have Liam and we have Avery, where would be a destination that you would want to go to now uh, specifically to see them, whether it's somewhere you've already been and you really want to show Avery and Liam or somewhere you haven't been and you think it'd be a really fun destination for us as a family? Oh, good question. So the first thing that comes to mind is we had some family friends that whenever their kids would turn 14, the age of Joseph Smith, the prophet who helped with our religion starting, um, I they would take them to the sacred grove and to some of the ch the church sites, and that's like something that I really would like to do with our kids. It's really important to me to take them to some of those locations. Um, and then I mean, and their sky's the limit. Like, there's no place I wouldn't want to take them. I'd love to take them outside the U.S. for sure and see what other countries and cultures are like. I think it's really important to see that your world is not just your little small village that you live in. And then all over the U.S., like I'd love to take them to some of the places we've been together to show them places that are special to us and to some places we've never experienced before. So I don't know that I have like a specific place other than the, the church history sites, but I would love to just travel forever and go as far and as big as we can. Awesome. Very cool. And at, at her young age, Avery's, Avery has already been quite the world traveler. I mean, we took her to the both far ends of the country, all the way to Florida and all the way to Hawaii. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, so definitely uh, looking forward to the further adventures that we'll have with Avery and with Liam as well. That yeah. should be pretty exciting to see. For sure. Uh, anything else with travel or uh, vacation destinations? I don't 
so. Okay, no, perfect, perfect. Uh, so I wanted to ask a few more questions that kind of get more into like the personality of Allison. Uh oh. So no, no, it's watch fun. out, world. <laughs> <laughs> no, these are fun questions. These will be really cool. Um, so so we mentioned before I mean, we did an episode uh, talking about Friends extensively because Friends is one of Allison's all time favorite shows. Uh, and I definitely want to talk about some movies that she loves as well. Uh, but again, being able to just relax and sit down on the couch and enjoy each other's companies after the kids have gone to bed is one of our favorite things to do. Mm -hmm. We refer to it simply as vegging because like we're like uh, a vegetable, right? Right. You didn't know what that term was before no, me. Remember? No, no. I, I just thought of it as like relaxing or just like chilling or watching TV. But Allison, I guess, coined the phrase veggie. And I, it, it stuck with me ever since we got married. I remember when you were like, what's vegging? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, for, for vegging, we would watch a lot of shows and we would binge watch shows because, again, we just enjoy each other's company. Uh, comedies, I think, tend to be some of the things that we enjoy the most. And uh, it was great to kind of go with NBC sitcoms, you know, so we did Friends together because I had never seen it. But then I got to introduce Allison to some other NBC sitcoms that she had never seen, like The Office, uh, Community, and Parks and Recreation, which is the one I want to talk about right now. Okay. So uh, in, in an episode, uh, The Pawnee Rangers, uh, it's a really fun episode where uh, they're doing their own like uh, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts thing. But the subplot of that episode is when Donna and uh, Tom introduced uh, Treat Yourself Day, which is <laughs> awesome. Just really fun. I love it. It's the best episode of the whole show. Uh, so what I would add to ask you, Allison, and for all those who are familiar with the show, what would be your ideal way of treating yourself if you could? Money's no object, uh, but you can only do it within a 24-hour span of time. Money's no object? Yeah. Oh, that's hard. I mean, I probably would love to like get on like some kind of private plane and fly to New York and shop and sh see a Broadway play and take the kids to dinner, some fancy pizza place. Like that'd be my thing. And just like get a massage, manicure, pedicure, go eat some street hot dogs. <laughs> like that would be my ideal day. That'd be pretty cool. In fact, it's kind of funny. So on the show, they did a sequel episode to Treat Yourself Day, where in this episode, Donna and uh, Tom, they flew to L.A. and they went to Beverly Hills. So, I mean, because they're they're located in uh, the fictional town of Pawnee, Indiana. So for them, they would come from the East Coast this way. So it's kind of a reverse of what you would do. Yeah, I would go to New York for the day with my family. OK, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> And then speaking of edging, so together as a couple, we've gotten to watch so many shows and movies and stuff like that. Uh, Grease was a, a movie that I had never seen before. And, you know, with the recent passing now of Olivia, Olivia Newton-John, I think it's a perfect opportunity for us to revisit and watch Grease again. Mm -hmm. So if you can recount to that, why is Grease so impactful and important to you? Oh, super easy. My mom has, like, especially when she was much younger, was always told that she looked like Olivia Newton-John um and in pictures of her much younger she does and so it just kind of has stuck with me and it's something that was special to me because she liked it and then she played it for me when I was really really young and I just love the songs I love the storyline I loved the good girl bad girl thing like I just it's just such a great movie I love it oh awesome awesome so what will be some of your other favorite movies then oh let's see if you know them okay let's see if okay. I do okay <laughs> okay put you on the spot <laughs> Okay, well, I can tell you right now that her all-time favorite movie is uh, Ever After with Drew Barrymore. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, ha we have a fun, funny story about that, but I'll share it another time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, so besides that, uh, the original uh, Footloose, the Kevin Bacon one. Uh, I've never seen the other one with uh, uh, Julianne Hall. I don't That's know. Good. Is that one's good? good? Okay. Okay. Um, trying to think of some of your other really favorite. I can't ones. believe you're forgetting some of these. Oh, I, I should know. The <laughs> number one like guy movie that I love. The number one guy movie that Allison loves. The um, number one movie actor. Oh, okay, yeah. They, thank you for reminding me. So I mean, we we I you could have said, hey, we you just talked about it in a previous episode Actually, of your I podcast. That. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. should rewatch them. You said that in your previous. Yeah, podcast. I did. I did. We yeah. So so Allison is obviously referring to Johnny Depp and Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Even though I do believe you love all five movies, right? I do. Yeah. Yeah, but I love the pirate movies. I love Johnny Depp number one. Sorry, <laughs> and I love um just the the bad boy lifestyle of the pirates. I love the music. I love the jokes. I love the characters. They're just such good movies. Mm-hmm. Very good, very good. Uh, any other for movies that you wanted to share? The Marvel movies. Oh yeah, I genuinely mm-hmm. like those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think more deeper cuts, like uh, like a movie that maybe you really really enjoy that maybe we haven't watched yet together. Um, Pride and Prejudice. We seen that one. Yeah, we've watched the it, the, the really Kira Knightley one. The yeah, Kira Knightley one. Yeah, yeah. Must be the Kira Knightley one. Um, I like the Bourne movies. Oh yeah, those I I knew about that as well. Yeah, yeah. you like those? You're trying to find one that you didn't know that I like. Yeah, maybe like a really deep cut one. So like again, a lot of your friends are are mutual friends of mine, and I know you you talk to a lot of them pretty frequently on on uh uh Marco Polo and stuff like that. So I'm trying to think. Is there an exclusive that I can give the listeners that maybe, oh, Allison loves this movie. We didn't know about that. An exclusive? Yeah, an exclusive to the uh, Casting for Fun podcast. <laughs> um, really, really deep cut. Newsies? No, no, Newsies is not quite deep enough because I knew you'd like that one. We watched that one too. Well, you probably know all the ones that I like. I probably do. Yeah. Sandlot? No, no, we, we say Sandlot. I know you love Sandlot, yeah. Edit my brain thinking. Uh, I'll I'll do that. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. You're thinking like one that no one would think that I like. Yeah, or maybe one that I forgot that you like. Maybe I already knew, or if there's something ab- about it, like oh, it just never came up. So maybe not necessarily one of your all time favorites, but I, I'm trying to think to maybe like an uh, a romantic comedy movie that we haven't seen. Because I mean, we've seen uh, uh, Sweet Home Alabama. That's, That's one of your favorites. favorites. Yeah. Uh, Failure to Lunch. Oh, that's not a good one. I think I did. No, you, you, that you, is a stupid movie. You made me buy it. <laughs> I made you buy it. Yeah, no. the the one with uh, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, no, Matthew McConaughey. Yes, you did. Oh my goodness. Never buy that. Oh my goodness, I I can't get a refund now. Thanks a lot for making me buy that. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what else I would have liked that you would be surprised by. Okay, that's okay. I Ten things I hate about you. We've we've seen that one. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, we've been married for almost eight years. You've seen them all with me. Uh, I guess I have, but I'm I'm just trying to think if there was anything like you know maybe more obscure from the eighties. Oh, Pretty in Pink, but you know I like that. No, I've seen that many times. Yeah. And Breakfast Club. And Breakfast Club, yeah. Yeah. Those are my two favorites from back then. Okay. No, no, that's okay. That's okay. It's never disappointing with Allison. In fact, I think it's kind of a fun conversation that people will find interesting and funny. I can't believe you think I made you buy failure to launch. No, I'm positive that you that did. That is not true. Yes. So not. <laughs> okay. Um, anything else with uh, uh, movies and TV shows? Um, uh, what about Chuck? Oh, Chuck, that's a, definitely a great show that we watched together and it was really fun to 
uh, build our relationship together, watching it long distance, actually, initially when we were still long distance dating and then binge watching it together. We've been watched, binge watched it at least two or three times, which is really mm-hmm. cool. And then we've gotten to participate in the, uh, uh, what's it called? The Zachary Levi's uh, offsite Comic-Con event, the Nerd HQ, which was really cool. So we got to see him up close in person and he got to have pictures with Yvonne Trahovsky, who played Sarah Walker on the show. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was definitely a really memorable experience, I think, for us. And we dressed up like them. We did. Yeah, that was really fun. So now one of those things that Allison may not have normally have done with dating some, or marry, being married to some other guy, but she definitely did it not. for me. <laughs> definitely not. No, but it's fun. I enjoy it. Okay. It's fun. It's not something I would choose to have done, yeah. but it's fun. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, thank you for indulging me. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I wanted to close out with the question that you had asked me. Uh, what's your favorite thing about being uh, a wife and a mother? Oh, that's tough. Um, favorite thing about being a wife, I think, is supporting you because it's been really um, rewarding to see you have things like the podcast where you want to do something and I get to support you in it and school and your job and your church callings and things that are important to you and to being able to say yeah I'm here for you what can I do to help that's probably my favorite part about it um having someone that supports me is huge too and so just that team effort you always say that we can get through anything we can do it as a team remember that Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and we've had a lot of challenges in our married life I mean everybody does but we have had a lot um and we just keep getting through it as a team so I'm grateful for you well thank you Favorite thing about being a mother is watching my children grow and develop and um, seeing their personalities, seeing their interests, um, being a part to their everyday life. Like what a privilege that is. It's such a gift to be able to see these sweet souls grow and develop um, and hope I don't screw them up as they go. (laughs) Oh, I I guarantee that you won't. In fact, I think a lot of mothers kind of like second guess themselves, like, if you go back and listen to my, my parents' episode, my, my mom thought that she did. But I can guarantee you she did not. And I can guarantee you that Allison will not. So so uh, thank you to all the mothers, too. Uh, we were talking about nurses, you know, hospital workers. You know, thank you to the wonderful mothers and the mother-like women who are in our lives, who may not be our biological mothers, but still love us as if they were. So Absolutely. thank you. Yeah. Add that in. Good job. No, thanks. I have trained you well. Yes, you have. <laughs> uh, were there any other like stories you wanted to share? Not maybe not so much about uh, 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 nursing or school or um, any any cool or, or fun, interesting stories you'd like to share before we wrap up. Um, I think we should talk about my April Fool's pranks. Oh, sure, sure. I mean, this is your interview, so whatever you would like to do is fine. <laughs> So Allison is very mischievous. I'm sure everyone who knows her knows that about her. And she's done some really uh, inventive uh, pranks, uh, on not just me, but on lots of people. And what I will also point out is Allison does it from a, a place of endearment. I mean, she not not ill natured at all. She just wants to have fun and be silly. So that's her personality. So, uh, yes, go ahead and share some of your favorite pranks, whether it's been on me or family members, friends, people that are closest to you. Well, my favorite one is still the one that's been done on you with the dog. Oh. <laughs> that's my favorite one ever. Okay, go ahead and share that story. Oh, a lot of people have heard it, but I'll share it because it is so good. So um, uh, for those who don't know, Albert's not as much of a pet person, but I'm a huge dog lover and I really want a dog when our lifestyle accommodates that. Um, so I've always kind of teased Albert that one day I'm just going to come home with the dog and he better be prepared with it. And one year I'd had a really rough year. In fact, I just had a miscarriage like the month before. 
and before April Fool's Day. And I said, um, hey, there's some dogs at Target that someone's giving away. Can I have one? And sweet Albert didn't want to say no because I'd had such a rough month. And so he was like, well, let's discuss it and let's see. But I borrowed um, our friend Stefan Ryan's dog, Oreo, and brought him over with all of his stuff, his crate, his bed, everything. Mm -hmm. And Albert walked in the door of our apartment and I'm like, surprise, I got a dog. And he was so sweet in his genuinely good way. He embraced it for my sake, even though I could tell he wasn't thrilled. We even named Oreo Wicket. <laughs> and he was playing with Wicket and feeding him. And about two hours go by and Steph and Ryan had arranged to come over. And as they walked uh, in the door, Oreo ran over to them. And that's when Albert made the connection and realized, oh, wait, this is a prank. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 So that's, I mean, it was still my favorite one. But I've done all sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. I've um, done fake food. I've done cutout, life-size cutouts. I've done um what else, babe? Like uh well, I know your your sister Katie absolutely detests Justin Bieber. Oh yeah. So you did a, a Justin Bieber prank with her, right? Yeah, life size cut out of uh -huh. Justin Bieber. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've done fake parking tickets. I've done um saran wrap people's cars. I flamingo to house. What else have I done? Mm. There's so many, I can't even think of them all anymore. I'm trying to think. Well, one more that I thought was actually kind of funny that you did. This was early in our marriage. Um, Allison and I are both huge Laker fans. And um, there's been like, you know, off years and not so good years. Like, I mean, like kind of in there right now. But <laughs> don't talk about that stuff. And then there's been years that even though the Clippers are not are not and probably won't be championship quality team anytime soon, there have been years where the Clippers were better. And uh, Allison knows that I, I really couldn't stand Blake Griffin when he was playing for the Clippers. I mean, I didn't care for the Clippers, but for him especially. So she like uh, decorated my car as the Clipper mobile. Mm -hmm. That was pretty funny with uh, uh, Clipper color streamers. So red, white and blue and then a, a license plate. And then like with the, the washable paint wrote on like, I love Blake, something like that. <laughs> I just put that. I forgot about yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, that, that was part that really irked me. Like, oh, my God, seriously. <laughs> That, that was kind of funny. That was fun. Yeah. Times. Yeah. Times. Uh, great, great. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to bring up? Not that I can think of. Okay. Well, thank you for taking the time to to reflect and uh, share your life stories and experiences. I hope this was uh, entertaining and fun for uh, listeners who love Allison. So whether you're a regular listener of the Casting for Fun podcast or you're just tuning in just to hear this particular uh, happy birthday message to Allison, I hope you learned something new. I hope you're entertained and thought it was fun. And yes, so I'm, I'm grateful to be her husband, to be her built-in best friend, and to enjoy every day with, with Allison. She's a wonderful wife, wonderful mother, and happy birthday to you. I can't say it enough how much I love you and appreciate you for all you do. Thanks, babe. You really make it special. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Casting for Fun podcast. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.